Hey guys, welcome to the Mortgage Man Podcast. I'm Aaron, aka The Mortgage Man, and this podcast is brought to you by Tenta Financial Advisors, where we're going to discuss how to do mortgages, KiwiSaver, and personal insurance better. We're going to have lots of guests, lots of information, and lots of helpful tips so that you can speed up the process. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to another podcast, the Mortgage Man Podcast, rather. Brought to you by Tenta Financial Advisors. I'm Aaron, and this is Chris. How's it going? <laughs> I forgot my own name. Um, today we are discussing an article that came out earlier in the week, um, based on some pretty awesome research about um, house prices for first home buyers. That pretty much said that now is the worst time in 65 years for first home buyers to enter the property market, which is pretty dire if that is true it's a um, scary scary clickbaity title that's for sure yeah and it would have got your attention it definitely got my attention because i read the article and the information was kind of like oh yeah some of that makes sense some of it doesn't some of it doesn't matter um is that kind of the same vibe that you got yeah i mean hey i, I always look at these things as you know you put a title up like that but it's completely taken out of context when you just look at it like that it is a horrible time in the economy, just in all facets of life at the moment. So it's no surprise that it's actually the worst time. And I mean, we'll, we'll break it down a little bit, but what do you actually mean by the worst time to buy? Because that's a, a very important question as well. Yeah, so I think key things from that, that article was that they were comparing 2022 to... Uh, as bad financially to 1955 to buy your first home, which is a very different time. <laughs> so um, obviously they took into consideration your income level, interest rates, projections of the property prices and that kind of thing. And a key other um, fact out of it is when you compare the average income versus the average house price. And now, it's saying that it's equal to 49% of your income goes towards your mortgage repayments and what it was in 2020 to 2021. Because, of course, we can look back at the 80s, the 70s, the 60s, and yes, house prices were lower, but so were income. So I think that's kind of an important thing is like the average income versus the average house price because that's a probably more accurate indicator. Yes, house prices were cheaper, income was less, but how much of your income went to mortgage repayments back then compared to back now is kind of a probably more comparable metric. Yeah, and it, and it, I guess the the age-old um, argument between your parents and people buying houses now is you have it easy. Our interest rates were 18%, and we'll pipe back saying, well, your house costs 100,000, mine costs a million. Um, the points that it's far more easy to understand is percentage of your income. They were still better off because it took up less of their income. Um, and I, I guess the main point I want to kind of talk about is, um, unfortunately, yeah, it's the worst time that we've had in the last 65 years, but so what? <laughs> what about in the next 65 years? Yeah. This might be the best time in the next 65 years as well. And we don't know the... Future. Yeah, totally. So if you if you want to buy a house, um, the fact that it's cheaper or worse off than 
previously is actually kind of irrelevant. Um, it highlights the fact that we're in a really bad market in terms of construction costs are ridiculously high. Um, wage growth is low because we're, you know, nobody wants to say it, but we're in a recession. <laughs> um, so there's all these other things. But if you want to buy a house, you know, all of these clickbaity titles uh, are completely irrelevant, really. <laughs> I mean, as long as you can afford a house. And I think most people want to buy a home. I was saying to someone else just like at coffee this morning is people save five, 10, 15, 20 years to buy their own home and headlines like this and interest rates and all that other stuff isn't really going to matter if they really want something. And, you know, like a lifelong dream is to own your own home and have a family. So you're going to probably do that if you really want to. Yeah. And, and we kind of bring it back to our age old saying of always, if the numbers work and you can afford it, you know, the way a mortgage works is that you pay it down and it gets easier and easier as you get further and further into it. So when is the best time to start doing it? If you can afford it now and the numbers work, the best time is today, you know, so. Is there a Chinese proverb, Chinese proverb, which is the best time to plant a tree was yesterday, the next best time is today? That's very sensei. Um, <laughs> but, sensei you know, it, it, it is it is this exact same thing. If you're in the worst, unless you can predict what's going to happen in the next six months, and, and some people are having a very good crack and some people are being made look like absolute fools from this, their predictions six months ago, Labor's the first and biggest at the moment with their predictions. Um, reserve banks the next so we kind of look at it like unless you can predict what's going forward just do what you can control it doesn't matter if it's the worst I mean you can sit you can hold out and if you want to hold out that's totally fine but it's it could be worse who knows um, you know so for my mind it's always make the numbers work start paying down the debt and it gets easier and easier regardless of what's happening in the world in the economy in the property markets yeah and i guess the flip side was 12 months ago when interest rates at two percent people weren't saying now is the best time to buy a property they were saying house prices are increasing so quickly so um you would almost take that as a read between the lines maybe then was not a good time to buy a property but if you bought a property then yeah. Would you be today? I would actually argue it's far, far easier to buy a house right now than it was 12 months ago. It's 100% easier. Now is, as a first home buyer that can buy, now is definitely um, a less competitive time to buy a market, to buy a market, to buy a property in this market and get a discount, especially on existing properties. Yeah, if you were, if you were rolling around 12 months ago, it was really difficult. You would go to an open home, there were four offers on it and it would go to auction and it would be gone. And so you had to be ready to go and you had to make a snap decision, you know, immediately. And it was, it was tough. Like I hated trying to buy in that market and so did pretty much all of our clients. So like, this sucks. Just get it over and done with. Let's get a house and suck it up because everyone's doing it and it's tough. Right now, you can put an offer in, you can make it conditional, you can make up your mind, you can run some numbers, you can go look at another house 
and nobody's going to buy it. So for my mind, again, if you've got your deposit, you've got your income, it's actually way easier to buy right now than it was 12 months, 24 months ago even was the same scenario. And for me, it's always, are things changing drastically for the worse right now? Other than your KiwiSaver deposit, if you're in a growth fund, make sure you get into a conservative if you're trying to buy soon. Um, everything's staying far more stable and it's far easier to make a plan and far easier to actually buy a house if you look at it. But, um, you know, these clickbaity titles are definitely scaring a lot of people and actually making it easier for you to buy a house if your numbers work. Should I break out another saying? Oof, go for it. <laughs> I can't even remember it. What's the thing when people are scared buying or people are not scared don't buy or something is that warren buffett or something it is warren buffett and it's be greedy when others are fearful there you go and fearful when others are greedy there you go sensei aaron yeah oh, i can't even get his language right um <laughs> so i guess the only thing that probably first time buyers and others are a little bit concerned about are rising interest rates but i think it comes back to if the bank is happy to give you a mortgage and you're happy to accept that cost then you're going to get a discount on a property and the flip side of that is interest rates will come down and level off in the next 30 years of your mortgage. Rent is probably only ever going to go up. So if you're comparing renting to buying a home with a slightly higher interest rate than you'd like, then I would always go for buying a home at a discount with a slightly higher interest rate. Yeah. And, and look, the, you know, for most people buying their first home, your life will change drastically over the next three to five years once you get this home so if we can put some certainty in the first three to five years you know by fixing it for a, a certain rate for a five like let's say a three year that's my most common advice at the moment the three-year rate it gives you a good amount of certainty to lock it in know exactly what you're going to do and it doesn't actually matter from the time you buy what happens with interest rates what happens with house prices prices you've got three years of just I know exactly what I have to do and you can write it out and so mm. you know in three years time your mortgage will be less that's the only thing you can guarantee <laughs> everything else is a lovely crystal ball that's murky and gray and cloudy as anything right now yeah and speaking of crystal balls those are wonderful in hindsight and I think coming back to this article they had looked at what years I know I'm kind of segueing here um what years were the best years to buy property if you were around 1949 and 1996 were the two best years to buy property um, and the reason why i'm going to quote this because i really really want to um is that in 1949 the average house price was $104,000, which i think was actually quite expensive back then um and the average person would been earning $53,000 per year in today's dollars so obviously inflation adjusted so um that's only like a ratio of two to one to your income. That sounds pretty epic. Interest rates back then were 4%. Um, and then by the time that those people paid off their mortgage in 1974, they would have paid $106,000 in interest for an asset worth around $300. So they $300,000. So they factored in the growth of that <coughs> potential property. And then in 1996, the average house price was $300,000. Um, the average earning income was 81,000 and the average interest rate was 7.6%. So that was still pretty affordable. What was I? I was eight years old. I should have bought then. 
Um, and back then when they bought, they would have paid off their property in 2021, would have been worth around a million and $64,000. So it's a pretty good increase. I think the only thing you can kind of take there is that, and those are a net household incomes, by the way, they're not personal incomes. An average person wasn't earning 80,096. Um, <laughs> but what you can see there, and the only thing I take out of that is the average income has gone up, the average uh, house price has gone up, but your mortgage would have gone down in every single scenario. Every time it's been bad or good, it doesn't actually matter. By the time you get to 30 years down the track, I mean, hey, you know, the next best time will be, will tap you on the shoulder and say, go buy another property. But you can't really do that unless you're um, in a position to do so. And the easiest way to do that is to buy a property, start paying down mortgage, stop paying off someone else's, buy your rent, you know? Are we just saying that because we make money from people buying houses? <laughs> someone messaged me on TikTok and was like, you're just saying it's because you want our, our business. And I'm like, I think it's a pretty powerful motivator for people to buy a house. Like, it's not like we're trying to sell them eye cream or something. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, hey, the, the reason I kind of su love supporting first home buyers is that it's far more than just, you know, a mortgage or a commission for us to, to, to help you with that. It's, it's about getting that kind of rite of passage into adulthood or your um your dream to own your own home that kind of stuff it, and you know we do other things and we can get money from no matter what the market is doing um it's got nothing to do with with us getting money you know people are selling and buying all the time regardless of what you do this is just our kind of honest I mean, opinion to be fair we still need to make money so that we can help you but, and help <laughs> ourselves but um this is a lot better than yeah a lot of other roles out there so yeah it's super rewarding um any closing thoughts statements advice quotes uh as quotes, quotes quoted incorrectly <laughs> quotes i'll fix your quotes man. <laughs> um hey look as as always uh clickbaity headlines are there for people to click on the link and get higher readers on there. If you put it into perspective, um, it's always going to give you a different story when you take the whole kind of balanced argument. Yes, it's horrible. We're not denying that. Um, it is expensive. Interest rates are painful. You know, I own a house. It hurts my back pocket as well. Hence why I like hoping for so much. <laughs> <laughs> However, um, in the long run, we know it's going to work. Unless the entire world changes the way they do everything economically, it's going to be a good idea. And that's kind of what I bring it back to is that all the past is, is pretty much irrelevant. If your numbers work right now, you can do it. Especially, Broken record. Yeah, yeah, especially if you're buying a home that you're going to live in for 10, 15, 20, 30 years, like... It's a pretty safe thing. Like if it goes down in values in six months time, for whatever reason, does it really matter unless you're going to sell it? No, it doesn't. No one buys houses for 30 years anymore, mate. <laughs> that was our parents. They don't, we don't, nobody does that anymore. Hey, I'm going to hold on to mine for 30 years. I'm not going to live in them for 30 years, but <laughs> rent it out to someone else. Develop it for 30 years. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, if you guys need help with anything, hello at tanta.co.nz. Um, next week will be a different episode. And make sure you listen to all the other ones if you have questions. Uh, other than that, have a great weekend. Enjoy the All Blacks. 
And yeah, Ciao. adios. See ya.